0: What up, everybody? Welcome to Keeping It 94.50. I am Daniel Artes, founder of 265 Media. Got no device for everybody that's watching on the video. Y'all see the cute and bubbly photo on this side of things, (laughs) but for everybody um, listening on the um, on the audio, too bad y'all didn't see it. But um, you know, today we're talking the mid-season awards for the NBA, man. most teams in the league already played you know their 41 games so i just thought that i would make a mid-seasons list uh and just have my guys answer it and everything um, so we're gonna get right into it real quick man um jc lawrence we're gonna start from the top mvp who y'all have um i had my top five was Kevin durant Giannis, steph curry Jokic, and uh lebron james but I had to make um, a six-one, and that's Embiid, so he's in there definitely at the table and stuff. So, Lawrence, go first,
1: man. Who you got was good. So, uh, what's up, everybody? Um, I had a few in consideration. Um, one, definitely being my boy Joel Embiid. Um, I've been I've been believing in him, you know, since he came into the league, even with the injury, and to see him grow the way he has every season. To be the guy that's leading the sixes. in a rough season like this without your number two and a Ben Simmons, um, it it has to go to a guy like Embiid. But another person that I did consider was Jock and the amazing work that's going on over in Memphis.
2: Yeah, um, I got. All right, so like like you said, I have a few that's in consider in consideration. Um, Jaws definitely uh, at the MVP um, conversation table. Um, dude is averaging, I think, twenty five. What we got? What we got? He's averaging twenty six actually, twenty six, six and seven. Um, he got the grids in the top, the top of the uh, up top of the West. So you can't really overlook that um, because, you know, they don't have necessarily household names in their roster, you know. So you got John Morant and crew, you know what I mean? So I got to give them that. Also in my conversation is Jimmy Butler. His numbers aren't necessarily gaudy, but they're good. And again, you know, you got a couple of guys that kind of made a splash last year because of of, you know, what was going on, but that roster isn't necessarily household names. Uh, My front runner, my guy that I have at MVP, at the MVP right now, is Joel, I mean, um, Kevin Durant. Um, Nets don't go without Kevin Durant. Period. Those other guys, if they kind of, God forbid, dropped out to the rosters, it's the same thing, but Kevin Durant is... That twenty nine seven and seven, like dude is is, and he's shooting the, what fifty two percent, so it's it's thirty five percent from three, like he's doing his thing, bro. Thirty seven percent from three, he's doing his thing, so the Nets need him bad with those guys.
0: Yeah,
2: you know, and you know James Harden is. There's rumors of him saying he wants in, then he's saying he's not. He, he, he does, he wants out, then he's saying he wants in. I don't know what's going on over there, but all I know is they need KD back and they're not gonna win nothing, they're not gonna make no noise without KD. So, KD is my front runner, and I can't forget, uh, you know, Joker. You know, Joker's doing this thing too, his numbers are crazy. I think what is Joker's? Sh- Joker is shoot 57%, bro.
0: Like his numbers is better than last year when he won the MVP across the board.
2: Yeah, yeah, you know that. This then again an, another um, roster that doesn't necessarily have household names. So, you know, I got it. I got All of those guys are in it. NB too. I'm not an MB fan, but I can't say he ain't playing ball because he' balling. Uh um, Uh, but K Kevin Durant is is my is my MVP mid season winner right now.
0: All right, all right. So we're going to move on to the defensive player of the year. And we have Draymond, Rudy, Giannis again, Embiid, who's been surprisingly good on defense this year. And another one out of nowhere The that's actually been surprising on defense too is um, Mikel Bridges. Um, so... What y'all got on your Defensive Player Award, starting
1: with you, uh, Lawrence? Man, it's, it's a tough one. Um, I definitely think this is like comeback season for Draymond and his, you know, defensive player of the year case. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's His impact is infectious on defense. He got some wing dogs with him uh, over there on defense, and he's just being the anchor of that, you know, per usual when they're playing good team defense. Um, I got to give him the lead for right now. Uh, for sure, you know, Rudy Gobert is going to be top five in defensive player of the year the rest of his career. Let's just be real, that's the type of impact that he has over there in Utah. Uh, being that defensive anchor in the middle, they pretty much vacuum anything anybody driving into him and he contests or sends it the other way. Um, but you know, to end it, uh, Somebody else like Giannis should definitely get a lot more consideration. He's doing the most on both sides. I know he has more help than usually some of the other guys when it comes to, you know, the Drew Holidays, the uh, Chris Middletons, and guys like that. But he's been putting up over a block and a steal per game for how many seasons now? And he's giving you 20 plus, 10 boards to assist. That is the true definition of a leader, a two way leader at that. But um, just want to say Draymond is my number one for now, and a uh, shout out to Michael Bridges too for continuing to develop each and every season.
0: Hey JC, um, who, who's your pick for
2: a uh, defensive player of the year, bro? Uh, I have those guys that you mentioned are um in my thing, I don't have Draymond only because i think his mind his defensive mind is better than his physical defensive output um i think he's he's smarter on defense than he is actually a defensive ability um he's definitely an anchor like like um like lauren said he's definitely an anchor he can tell guys where to be he knows where guys need to be he knows defensive assignments he's 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 the he's a defensive quarterback. He's the middle linebacker for the, yeah. the, the basketball middle <laughs> linebacker. Um sure. but he's ability wise, I would have to go with Giannis. Cause he's he can switch out, he can bang a little bit. Um you know he's he's blocking shots on help. Um I have to go with Giannis because he's a little he's doing a little more and B is up to go bad is, is, is blocking shots and stuff. But if he gets switched out, then, you know, guards aren't really worried about him being switched out on the wing and they, they can kind of go around. Cause once he's out, you know, his he's, he has good feet, but Giannis has better feet. Um, and, and Giannis is also, he's doing the same changing up shots and stuff like that. So I'm going with Giannis, um, and B I didn't give the nod only because he picks and chooses when he's going to be a beast on defense. Um, So Giannis is my guy for um, defensive play of the year. Uh, Well, midseason defensive play of the year.
0: (laughs) Defensive play of the year, Giannis. Um, All right, we're going to go to the rookie of the year. And I think that Lawrence is going to be biased. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Yeah. Lawrence is going to be biased. I'm just going to let y'all know. But, you know, I, I, I understand. And we have for our rookie of the year picks, we have uh, Scotty Barnes, Kay Cunningham, Franz Wagner, Josh Giddy, and one more. Evan Mobley from Lawrence's Cleveland Cavaliers team. And you know what, Lawrence? I know you're going to pick him. And I agree. I've seen the defensive um, the defensive effort he had against Giannis in their last game. He, did, he looked pretty great. Hey, that dude is different because, you know, if you got a guard and you're doing a little pick and roll offense and you're trying to take the big man out the game on a switch, you cannot do that with Evan Mobley. He moves his feet nope. very, very well, and he just he just wingspan just takes everything, all of the, um, guard spaces and everything. So, I understand why you have him as rookie of the year. And to be honest, shoot, kind of a dark horse, you know what I mean for. Man, listen, for all defensive team, dark horse, super dark horse. You know sure. what I mean? And, um, he has, he, he's given me Anthony Davis vibes. Lawrence. Like this kid is special and I can't, I just want to see, because as good as an offensive player he is, his defense is like really ahead. Yeah. His offense catches up and it will when he gets stronger. Hey Cleveland, y'all got a great team. And, and right now, ain't y'all like one and a half games out of first place or something like that? Yeah, I believe we're one game back. One game back, Nobody yeah. thought that. So, you know, what's your thoughts on that, um, Ricky? Uh,
1: just by far, man, the kid has come in and played his role. And, I mean, him being the star in his role, just paying attention to detail, what JB wants him to do and not doing too much, that's been the key right there. Great kid. He makes the adjustments that the coach is asking for. He's a two-way guy. And like you said, even, you know, his defense is further ahead than his offensive game, and it's, it's mainly because of strength. He's only 215. He's, you know, 6'11", foot. As he gets that grown man strength, he's going to be a true problem. But on the defensive side, the thing that's done the most for me is, like, seeing him top five in contests. You know, him and Jared Allen are top six in contested shots in the NBA. It means something to get out to the shooter without fouling and at least contest the shot, make it a little harder for him. And that's going a long way for a team like this that's had to scrap for every win for the most part. You know, once you get a hot streak, uh, you know, they'll they'll you know, they're able to doctor a lead. That's been smooth. But the presence on defense that he's brought and for the whole team to buy into the team defense mindset, it definitely starts with Evan Mobley. Um, in his offensive game you know given that he may be a little weaker right now in his younger years gives me complete like you said young ad vibes i see a young baby kg especially from the mid-range
0: wait a minute you said
1: he gave you kevin garnett vibes young kevin garnett look at that mid-range game same slight of frame it's is something crazy man i just think i think that
0: That's, that's tough. That's actually interesting, man. I, I'm a loss for words for that one. And I don't say that in a bad way, actually. I actually got, that's actually a great comparison, to be honest. That, that's a really good comparison right there. I'm never usually stumped for words when it comes to stuff like this, but right there, <laughs> that's a good one. And I'm, I, you know what? I, I, damn. He's like a high... listen, all right. Yo, he could be so special, I think, man. If it all pans out for him, he just develops, man. He could be really special because I see it. I see it. Yeah, As it just flashes in front of my face right now. You know what I mean? Um, the baby panda <laughs> up there on this side. You know what I mean? It, it just it just sprinkled a little bit of the pixie dust on me, and I see the KG vibes. You know, and <laughs> Those guys are actually watching this podcast instead of listening to it. Y'all, y'all understand what I'm talking about. But no, no, no. He's he's a, he's a special talent, man. And um, yo, but also, all right, we know what K doing. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, you know, you will wish he would win more. Scotty Barnes is special too.
2: Yo, I like Josh
0: Giddy though, man. I'm sorry, like Josh Giddy smooth is he a slow ass, slower version of Luca, but the dude gets the job done. You know what I'm saying? Like Josh, Josh Giddey's nice. 6'8", six nine could play the um all three positions, the first three positions. You know, youngest to get a triple double. You know, I think um the rookie of the year. I think he could give it to Evan Mobley at this point, but I think that. Giddys is, is 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 kind of like second or whatever, and um you know Scotty Barnes is really good too. You know we know what K can do. He just Mike, K just had thirty four, eight and eight with four steals or something like that. Only yeah. him, and Michael Jordan, as rookies did that. So K is definitely special. And um, Franz Wagner, man, he could be a dark horse rookie of the year too because he's tough.
1: He got a couple of highlights, man, and he can mm-hmm. shoot. Let me give you a player comparison. Somebody brought it up to me, and it makes sense. Franz Wagner got some Andre Karolinko in his game. He do a little bit of everything. How is
0: he defensively, though, in your opinion? Is he Karolinko
1: defensively? I think defensively, not yet. But, he's he, gives, but he gives. Right, right. Okay. I like that one. <laughs> I like that one better. But he does, give some, he does give you some defense, too. He does those little things. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: He just, he just, he just Keith Van Horn, man. He's Millennium Keith Van Horn, yo. Shout <laughs> out, shout out to Keith Van Horn, man. You know, Keith, we already know what it is. Everybody wore the high socks before, before of my before cousin, my You know it. <laughs> I mean? You know, so nah, I'm just playing though. Um, but um, all right, JC, we're gonna move on to the um, most improved player, and we got the De- Dejounte Murray, Desmond Bain, Miles Bridges, and um, I don't even know why we're talking about them because I think John Moran got it, to be honest. And I know, like, you got to understand the criteria for the most improved player award now. Before, it was like that where a third, fourth year player come in, you know, somebody that, that, that is young, that's not a star, but they just improved their game a lot. No, it's different now. The criteria for the most improved player award is somebody that's really good that's going to be an all-star. You know what I mean? So I think that Ja, he ran away with it. And then, like, you know, when we get into our next show, when we talk about the questions, which – I wish we could just did the questions now or whatever, but um, you know, like Ja special man, Ja is he's dangerous. You know, he's definitely. I think that he's in the MVP conversation and stuff, but that's for another another show. You know what I mean? So, hey JC, what's your thoughts on on um Ja Morant?
2: I got. I got Jaws my most improved. I was looking at his numbers. His numbers. It looks like he was uh, just a kid yesterday, and now he's a grown man. Like it's it's, it's, it's it, He and when you watch him play, right. it's like I right, I just needed to figure this out real quick. Now I got this figured out. Now let's now let's win. Um, he's a dog. He's athletic. He's scrappy on defense. I'm not going to say he's a lockdown defender, but he's scrappy enough. Um, and he got he, – he he's a, um, a troop rallier. You understand what I'm saying? And he seems like a personality. So I got to give him that um, most improved player, not only for the numbers. I think last year he averaged 19. This year he's averaging 26. Um, uh, I think he's right at the assists and rebounds at seven, seven or eight. So um, that's there, but it's the um, the improvement of the intangibles that have to be. Uh, that's a part of my criteria, because before you know, it's, it's it's it was cool to watch. You know, when he was during the season, and then in the playoffs last year, he was like, "Oh, this kid is is here, is for real," and now he's like, "I." Right, I got this. All right, guys. Here's what we're gonna do: break. And now they're doing it. You know, yeah. the, he got he got he got the grids in the mix. So hey,
0: you know you know what you know what I like about Ja too, this year than last year. He was just you know pretty reckless how he just drives to the basket and everything as a point guard. Y'all yeah, notice he actually be changing speeds now and stuff. Yeah, he plays with pace now. Yeah, he plays with yeah. a lot of good pace. He can, he's in, more in control. Now you you can definitely definitely see that he was definitely in his duffel this summer working with his father, you know what I mean, on his game and everything. Speaking of his pops, those you know, pops played just like him. I don't know if you ever seen highlights of his dad, T Morant, played just like him, just had bad attitude. Just like just like his son. Really? Everything just like that, but had a bad attitude him. and stuff. I think that his attitude actually kind of um derailed his basketball career. He was really good <laughs> like that. You know, he was really good wow. like that and stuff. But like, you know, like job, man, special kid, man. I, I think that, you know,
2: he's on his way. You yeah. know, you know what we're seeing? Yeah. It's funny you said that. If the fact that he's learned to play with pace, we're seeing what Russell Westbrook would be if he actually played with pace. Yep. He would be MVP status every season if he played with pace. This is what Ja Morant is, and that's a problem for the league. That's a problem. He puts on like, cause he's still a little frail, but he's young. He puts on like another five pounds or so and gets stronger, man. We're gonna be talking about Ja for a while, you know, knock away, he stays healthy and everything. Ja, ja is, is that dude. He's, but yeah, he's most improved. No, no, no question about it. Across the board, intangibles, numbers, leadership, everything.
0: Yep. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know why I got Coach of the Year on here. I don't watch the damn coaches. <laughs> <laughs> well, instance, we're just going to give it to uh, J.B.
1: Bickerstaff, right? <laughs> Either J.B. or Billy Donovan, for sure. Yeah.
0: What about Monty Williams, though? We just talk about coaching. What about, you know, Billy Don? Nah, Monty Williams. I think J.B. Bickerstaff doing a better job than all of them.
1: It's uh, yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough because Monty Williams is that good dude, man. He got yeah. the squad that he that he you know got. Right. He's trying to get back to the finals. So they're on a mission, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't like talking about no damn coaches, man. do <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about no coach. The coach don't do nothing for me, man. You know, I'm here to watch the players, not the coaches and stuff. Now, nah, but I guess you know Billy Donovan, what he doing? I guess you could give Billy Donovan a lot of credit for what that coaching job he's doing. You know what I'm saying? How he got, um, Chicago, you know, shoot looking really good. They slipping now. And that's not, that's not coaches' fault why they slip in. That's, um, injuries and mm-hmm. Grayson Allen's ass and stuff. And Man. I guess we can talk about Grayson Allen real quick. I want to ask y'all a question and I was going to put it in a question in our chat for next show. I was like, all right, whatever, I'll talk about it now. Because we know that Grace Allen has a reputation and stuff as of a, being a dirty player and, and things like that, right? First question: Do y'all think that he was actually trying to be dirty on
1: that foul? Because I don't think he was. Um, it's it's debatable. It's debatable. It's, debatable. it's given his history for the most part. So uh, what think about, what this
0: looked, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Finish.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like from what I've seen, I mean, it just looked like a play on the ball. Uh, The second grab after, you know, his arm might look like a little extra, but that's the debatable part. Um, It's just, it's about how he goes about filing people. You know, it's, it's yeah. other ways you can do protective files. You're not trying to give up the basket, but he's done obvious dirty stuff with yeah. the trips, the kicks, some of these other hard files he's had in the past. So it just goes along with the reputation to why people will argue against you. Do do you think
0: that his reputation should be used against him? Because they basically always just go back to what he did at Duke. That's the tripping thing they talk about when he did it in college. Mm -hmm. I don't think that the college rep should carry you on to the NBA. You know what I'm saying? I think that is a whole new thing or whatever. Yeah, he he got the reputation or something like that, but I don't think that it should carry him, you know...
1: Should, I don't think that it should hurt him. Yeah, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. I agree. Trey Young, too, though. Like, he carried it over. Yeah. So, that's the only, like, paper trail he's leaving behind, kind of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, him and Trey Young got into a spat over. He felt like Grayson tripped him on purpose. So, that's why he shoved him the next game that they were in Atlanta. So, it's like these little instances with him, it, it just keeps coming up. Yeah. And I don't know. I, yeah. It, damn good player in his role. Uh, it's just minus these little
2: these little stats that he get into. I think I think it's a um, I think it's such a part of him that he might it might it's like a a combination of malice and I'm just playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's not a good thing. Um, he has to control himself. Now everybody has gives hard fouls. Like yo, you getting this one, yeah. but when it's a thing that you do, and it's not, it's not like a Rodman who's like, yeah, I'm just going to foul you hard. You're gonna laugh. You're gonna be in my nose to nose, and then and then it's it's just gonna be Rodman is playing basketball. I think there's a little bit of ill intent with him. But I think it's such a part of him, he's like, what? You know what I mean? So mm. that's what I think makes it debatable on whether it was dirty or just another foul. It's all a matter of him. It's, it's only one that knows is really is him. Um, and I think that's how he plays. And I think he's gotten away with it so long. And I, I do agree with, with, with D when he says he shouldn't necessarily carry over. But I don't think the paper trail should carry over, but I think in, uh, I guess, the behavioral uh, a profile of it, if you get away with it for so long, then this is like, this is just what I do. What y'all what y'all got a problem with it? Y'all got a problem with it now? I've always done this. Y'all drafted me and I've been doing this, and I'm still doing it. Oh, this, what? I didn't mean nothing by it. I just I just tripped him because I didn't want to go to the basket. No, that's dirty. I do one of those you know,
0: explanations when he do stuff like this. I do want to know like what the
2: hell's going on in your head
0: and stuff. Yeah, son. Like, yeah. did you
2: think that he wasn't going to get hurt? Like, sometimes I've been there. Sometimes it's like, yo, I'm fouling this dude hard, but you get there a little too late and it's like, uh, can't do it. Not this time. I'll get yes. you next time. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> so it's when you do it anyways, or you you something like that happens, then it's like you really, there's a part of you that just doesn't care about the next man, and that's a problem
0: that's true good point so um all right so before we got it i got one question i'm gonna just ask the question i was gonna ask you on the next podcast but i was just, let it um, rock let it rock actually i asked this one question We're gonna talk about um anthony anthony simons and y'all know how i feel about him i think he's great you know he's know. having an amazing january month of january i want to say he's averaging about close to 28 points per game now and you know we got the dame lilla injury He's probably going to be out for the rest of the season. And like, you know, no, knock, no, knock to Dame, But you just got to ask, like, has Anthony Simon, the way he played in this month of January, like, and they're talking about blowing it up. Do you consider, you know, not only trading CJ McCollum, but also just blowing it up, getting Dame up out of there. You know what I mean? For some picks some young players. And just, you know, lead the reboot with um,
2: Anthony Simons in charge. What do you think, JC? Uh, I, think, I think if you're going to blow it up, that's the way to go. I think it's, it's it's really not. One, it's not many options for Portland right now. Two, um, that's the only way to go. He's the only one that's really shown, like, look, if you need me here, I'll do it. If you don't need me, I won't. And that's a great quality in a basketball player, son. What, you need me to score 30 tonight? All right, cool, I got you. All right, wait, you only need me to score 15? All right, cool, I got you. Like, that's a that's a, a guy that really does what he wants on the basketball court. Um, uh, he's still young. And I think um, me and my cousin, we have this thing. It's called follow. We always say follow the breadcrumbs. And this is the breadcrumbs for Dane. It's time for him to leave. It's been time, honestly, but now, you know, his loyalty is, is you shown you loyal, you shown, you know, you are ride or die. Now go and do what we know you could do and that's win. So with this kid, he can now, it's almost like he can leave comfortably and be like, yo man, you got this, you know, hold down the franchise that held me down for a little bit and I'm gonna go do my thing. So I think, I think it's, this is just showing that it's time for Dame to leave, um, it's showing fans and it's showing, hopefully, it's showing Dame. You know, I'm mad that he had to get hurt um, for this to happen, but um, I think it's time. You know, hopefully, Dame comes back just as strong, and you know he go moves on. It's time, and this kid is showing like, don't worry, Dame, I got you. So you know, and it's 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 gonna to me. It's worth seeing what's gonna happen. This kid is the yeah, truth, by the way. Yeah, he is. He's really good.
0: Um, I, hey Lawrence, man, I I, I, I agree with JC because I also think that I think this too as well. Without Dame and CJ, they still can get to the playing game. They're still a top ten team. So why have those type of players on your books and you're still getting you know what I mean tenth, eleventh spot or whatever? Just start it over and just get some new talent coming in. You got some. You got some great future. Some future players coming in in these next future dra- future drafts. I can't say his last name. I know his name is Victor. And he's from France. He got a mixture. Yeah, yeah. He got a mixture of Gobert on defense and Porzingis on offense. you know what I mean, He's Like yeesh. seven foot four, though. But he like a hundred something pounds. He, 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 he's like a he's like a pinky nail thin. You know what I mean? He <laughs> but he good. He's the best. He's the best. Um, the best prospect in the world. Good, he's good. Facts. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, you got Imani Bates, too. Well, Imani Bates might come in this year or whatever. I think mm-hmm. Imani Bates, if we were talking college basketball, I personally think that he needs to stay another year. Mm-hmm. Things, um, more seasoning. And so, because he's going to be really young in the NBA if he come out this year. He's 17 right now. <laughs> yep. You know, so going to be real young. But, um, like, what's your thoughts on the whole Blazers situation, Lawrence?
1: before we get I up? feel like it's, you know, it's unfortunate for the fans um it's unfortunate for the dame and cj pairing you know it's been fun seeing those guys go at it but they just couldn't get over that hump um if they were you know i'm looking at it from both ways if they were to reset a kid like anthony anthony simons is definitely somebody you would want to start with we saw the flashes two summer leagues ago when he was pulling out the deep bag hitting deep threes all of that and everybody else was thinking okay Well, he's going to become a part of their rotation, run, you know, the bench unit coming off combo guard, and he was still slow to be brought into the fold. Well, since the injuries happened, now he's getting full burn, and he's showing what he can do. He's been working on this bag for about three years. So I think that would be a great uh, type of player you would want to start a rebuild with. Um, Would I do it? Yes, only if I can get the requisite pieces, which are picks and reasonable prospects and aspiring contracts. But, you know, to start it with somebody like him, he's learned under Damon CJ. Um, You have a couple other pieces you can maneuver. I I wouldn't be afraid if I was the Blazers to restart with him. Um, If you're not going to, have a set role for him and at least figure out how are you guys going to retool to go forward. You know what I mean? Because it seems like it's been a medium now where either you're contending or you're tanking and you don't want to be caught in that gray area. Well, we got to think about the teams who prided themselves on not tanking and still maneuvering their way forward. So they have to find a smart retool. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know what's crazy? I was like, damn, Dame, 32 years old. I was like, wow. What's that, AD 28? Yep. Yeah, so I was like, "Damn, CJ's in his 30s too as well." Like, I mean, I guess at, at that point, you know, you you're looking at the Blazers' future. I don't I don't know I don't know if it looks too bright, man. But we we will follow the Blazers as the season goes along and stuff. Um, before we got here, I was supposed to be producing this show. Um, but you know, got to call out JC for being late. You know what I mean? Bro, why why you gotta
2: put me on blast, bro?
0: <laughs> JC was like, oh, I'll be there in five. It was more like 35, you know?
2: <laughs> that's my
0: brother though, I love you, man. Yo, the, the bad part is I
2: can't say nothing because that's exactly what happened.
0: <laughs> JC pulled the color people time on me,
1: man.
2: CPT, uh, man, come on now. We good for it? see <laughs> was like, CPT,
1: we all we got. <laughs> no, bro.
2: I, I, I can't say nothing, bro. I can only sit and get roasted, bro. <laughs> I just gotta, oh, I gotta hold it in my bag and hopefully I can get some, some material for y'all next time. But right now- uh, Now I'm on time, now, man, I'm, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm oh, good. Oh, I'm the got time. I said, we're gonna be a little late because
0: of whatever. I'm setting up, blah, 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 blah. And now we here. We was waiting for you. We could've did a whole podcast, but I was like, yo, we already done. Oh man! Do a whole show. We're gonna act like that he's not on. Um, that he uh, he's on his way. All right, we we're gonna wait for you. And by the time you come on, hi right, everybody! Thank you for listening to Keeping <laughs> <man. and gentlemen. laughs>
2: yo, you know, I'm, I'm reaching. I'm reaching behind my back because I'm pulling out the daggers. Uh, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> nah,
0: <laughs> that's funny. That's funny, yo. Yeah. Nah, but um. <laughs> That was a dope show, man. I appreciate y'all for, um, you know, doing the show and everything and stuff. So, but we're going to tap on out. You know, thank you for listening yeah. to Keeping It 9450. Don't forget to follow us at Keeping It 9450 on Instagram and Twitter as well. And um, yeah, we rebranded the name because we're about Keeping It 9450. We stay away from the hoopla and the nonsense and all other, you know, stuff that goes on in the oversaturated NBA media community. And we decided to keep it 94.50, everything on the court. We don't care about your personal lives, players. We want to know what you're doing in the game. How, how, you know, working on your jump shot, working on your skill set and stuff, you know what I mean? And instead of bashing basketball players, you know, we basically gonna find a solution on how they can get better. We see where everybody's going to so Westbrook. We ain't doing that over here on 265, man. Um, you know what I mean? Like I said, we're going to keep it 94.50. 50, whether it's the NBA, women's basketball, it don't even matter. So don't forget to follow us, support what we're doing.
2: Love is love. Peace.